Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Aaron. And this is Beyond the Ranch. Hey, Aaron, what what do you call a dog that does magic? I don't know. A labra abracadabra door. Labra abracadabra door. Aaron and Mike bring you into their world. It's not just chickens and the Angus herd. So take off your boots, relax, and go beyond the ranch. <laughs> That one wasn't bad. That one actually came from Dennis uh, in New Jersey, Dennis Brown, who is a uh, very, very active subscriber to our Wyoming life and pretty much everything I do. And I thought it was actually kind of fitting because Alexi, our lab, just turned 20. She didn't turn 25. She turned uh, 12? 12. 12. She is 12 years old. She's an old dog. I was expecting there to be a cow twist to that joke. How could you, tw- how could you do know. that? I, I, the, the, literally, the, the joke is, what do you call a dog? Well, I know, but... How would you twist that into a cow? Almost all your jokes have to do with cows. Yeah, that's just because I'm kind of single-minded sometimes. I'm sick. <laughs> no, you're, the thing Aaron said when we sat down to start doing this podcast was, I don't feel like doing this. <laughs> you know, and it's kind of funny because, like, you know, we do... A lot, obviously, you know, between the ranch and social media, YouTube, all of the stuff that you have going on. And a lot of people do ask us, like, how do you how do you find the energy to keep going? You don't. You just suck it up and do it. No. And it's funny. I would like I've been sick for almost a week. You know, cold is what seven. But you've been you've been worse sick this week than you are now. You're feeling yeah, better. I've, right. Well, I Monday was awful. Like I got sick kind of on Saturday. Monday, I didn't do anything. And then kind of been like better and like yesterday I almost felt like great like last night when I went to bed I was like man I'm feeling really great like tomorrow's gonna be better and then I wake up today and it's like like I'm back three days or something well this morning know. we almost had all the kids everybody home. staying <laughs> home yeah they, they, they were all very scratchy throated this morning and they were not feeling good but they kind of once they woke up and got moving then they were like well we feel better um I wouldn't you know, we'll be, go to school yeah I I mean, they just have, the girls just have colds. They just, uh, they're at the beginning of a cold. I wouldn't be surprised if I get a call from the nurse today for at least one of them, especially Mackenzie. Mackenzie will go to the nurse in like a second. Mackenzie's kind of a whiner. Yeah. Um, Grace will suck it up and make it through the day. But I will say, if I have to go get Mackenzie from school, I'm just taking Grace too. <laughs> you don't want to make two trips to town. <laughs> and we're all just going to come home. And um, I turned on the humidifier and we're all just going to drink hot chocolate and snuggle in blankets and <laughs> be lazy for the rest of the day if I have to go get a kid from school. So. That sounds like fun. Not I can't do that. But yeah, for you guys, yeah. it sounds like a good time. And even this weekend, I'll just try and keep them chill and get better. Right. So, and I mean, you have a scratchy throat too. I do. Like I, we're all sick. And Lincoln is patient zero and he is still not better either. <laughs> no. So this is kind of, this might hang, well, you know, he's little, so maybe it hangs on longer with them. I don't know. Uh, I hate being sick. I can't stand it. Oh, it it feels worst. like, and it doesn't, I, I don't hate being sick because it sucks to be sick. I hate being sick because I, I have stuff to do. Yeah, that's what I really hate about it, too. It's like, you know, Monday I was... I was thinking about it Monday when I was laying in bed and just watching Netflix all day. Um, Luckily, our kids are old enough. Like, Lincoln just hung out with me. And, like, he'd get bored. And, like, you kind of were not feeling good either. So you kind of took a few hours and kind of just chilled and stuff, too. And so he'd just go back and forth between us. Like, I was like... And the girls were gone. They were at school. And it's just like, man, we finally reached that point where it's like they're not infants. You don't have to, like watch them every second of the day even though Lincoln still I feel like tries to kill himself um, his new thing is to jump off the couch oh yeah and see how far he can make it <laughs> yeah, but uh, but there's a coffee table in the way yeah. so if you make it too far then you're bouncing off the coffee table but I mean it's just I was just like oh finally we can Lincoln understands that I was sick and that he just needed to like watch cartoons and he was good and you know even a year ago that was you couldn't just take a sick day. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just it's frustrating. It's like every time I get sick, I always am like, why can't they fix this? I don't understand why modern medicine cannot fix the common cold. Because there's a lot of money in cold medicine. I hate cold medicine. It's worthless. There's tons of money in that. And, yeah. you know, uh, somebody sent us an email. I think we mentioned, I think I mentioned in the herd report on Monday. that. Oh, you, I didn't write the herd report. No, I think they, when they, I emerged from my cocoon, I was like, oh, did you do the herd report? <laughs> yeah, when I mentioned that you were sick. And one of the emails that we got back was, you know, you guys sure are sick a lot. 
And honestly, I don't feel like we're sick a lot. But you, when you have three kids in public school, it's yeah. like a round robin. It's like a revolving door of viruses and bacteria and yeah. evilness and coming in. Well, and um, on that note, like when the first year Mackenzie went to kindergarten, even though she'd been in preschool, we were I had a cold literally once a month. So I would be sick for seven to ten days, be good for about two to three weeks, and then I would get sick again. And right. It was Awful, And it has never been, and we, everyone warned us, you know, when you take kids that have been stay-at-home kids and not in daycare full-time and put them in public school, like, it's going to be rough. It was the worst year for sickness. And we had Grace and we had Lincoln. And absolutely awful. We've never been as sick as we were that first year. But this is Grace's first year in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. So, yes, she went to preschool. But first year being around full-time kids and Lincoln's first foray out of the house a couple days a week. So I think we're doing pretty good. I really haven't been sick since, like, farm to table. I think I was sick in September. Just Were you bit. really? I can't keep track. I've... It hasn't been much, though, other than, like, here and there, like, a day, like, oh, I get the sniffles. Well, and occasionally you do, and just like anybody, when, you, when you're going nonstop, occasionally you do have to have a day where it's just, like, I'm sick. Like, <laughs> like you know, sick and air quotes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just need a break. You know, and you do run into those situations, too. And, and we don't really, we don't get weekends very often uh, unless we get out of town. You know, that's kind of like if, if you want to, you know, figure when we have time off, that's when we can leave. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, even saying I'm going to take a day off always turns into something needs done you know it doesn't matter yeah. what it is and this is for everybody i'm not saying that we're special no. or anything like that i think everybody runs into these situations that you know if you're at home well you know you got to do laundry or you got to do dishes or and it's just like ugh, i don't feel like it i think our most like day offs are like sundays when we like skip church and we just like say we're gonna stay home but yeah it's like do that laundry. doesn't happen very often either no so. like do laundry Hopefully I have groceries bought so I don't have to go to the store because I kind of refuse to go to the store on the weekends if I can help it. Um, yeah, so like do laundry and, you know, stuff with the kids and, you know, you answer emails or like just before we sat down, I was like, have you sent out Patreon? You mm -hmm. know, so it's like yeah, that kind of gets yeah. pushed to like a Sunday and yeah. It's just, uh, but it very much comes down to prioritizing. Mm -hmm. Like what is important? And... Honestly, I think like in our situation, um, and if you if you follow other YouTubers, let's just let's just narrow it down to YouTube and say if you follow other YouTubers, um, a lot of times the 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 end goal is I'm going to quit my day job so that I can do YouTube. Yeah. Well, we can't do that Freaking obviously. <laughs> so if we quit our day job, there wouldn't be any YouTube. So it's kind of a catch twenty two there. Can but, I go get a day job so I can say I'm gonna quit? So you can quit. Your, do you want to go get a day job? No, or? I would hate it. Yeah, I know you would. Uh, when was the, what was the last day job you had? I worked at a craft store. Yeah, that's right. Intel. Yeah, you worked at a craft and store. And that was for before Mackenzie was born. That was before that's farmers true. markets kicked in and, yeah, and everything been else. Years. Yeah. It's probably been 10 years since I've, like, had a boss. Really? I have a boss every single day. Because you're married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to fire you, nor do I care if you're late to work. <laughs> Very true, but the cows do. Holy smokes, this morning I went out. Uh, we, we're in a heat wave now. We're up to, like, uh, let me just Did check. it break zero? <laughs> I don't know. Let me check it really quick. Uh, this is totally not good podcast material, but, oh, six degrees. We, oh, are, yeah. we broke zero. Um, this morning I went out, and it was, like, minus two or something like that. It's probably been a good 36 and, hours of it below zero. And the cows this morning, they were ready to go. And they were like, it's, there's a temperature. It's zero. Like, the you know, there's, well, actually, there isn't a temperature if it's zero. It's just, there's an absence of temperature. Um, the kids, have, we've been trying to explain below zero to the girls and they don't understand it. <laughs> Negative numbers. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, yesterday it was sunny. Today it's also very sunny. So it looks really nice out. But for the cows, like... That sun actually does help warm right. they, them they, up. When the sun comes out, they want to get out of the barn. They yeah. want to uh, get out and, and get in that sun. They're black. It warms you know, them up. It's well, going to warm them up. And it's it's February, but like we definitely, even I was standing in front of the window in the living room yesterday, and I could feel the heat from the sun. So mm -hmm. like it's not like December when that sun's like super weak and like we have ten hour days now, which is like garden wise. I work once we get past ten hours of daylight, stuff starts to grow again. 
So we're round it's in the funny corner. It is, it is like we are rounding this corner. It doesn't really feel like it sometimes. Um, I was talking to Gary down the road the other day, and we were talking about frost in the ground, and he said in a couple of weeks the frost is going to start coming out of the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, that first couple, you know, couple inches you know, of soil is going to start to thaw. <laughs> Uh, and it's weird to think about it already because it does kind of feel like we're still smack dab in the middle of winter, but we're not. We're actually we're getting so ready close. to kind of work our way out of it. Here, usually we get like a March thaw. Yeah. Um, it'll get nice for a couple of weeks, and then we'll kind of dip back down into winter again. It doesn't get – like we can have some really cold weather in April, but not typically like this cold, but just wet. It's it's wet and cold in April, and that's the – it's horrible trying to calve in, in April sometimes just because of that. It's yeah. wet. It's cold. You're bringing calves in like crazy because they just don't have the they don't handle the wetness they can handle cold if they're dry if they're dry that's the big thing they have to be dry well the problem is they come out wet and mom has to dry them off so there's a there's definitely like an uphill battle there within the first you know hour after you're born if you if you can't get that calf dry within the first couple hours Mm -hmm. uh, bad things are going to start happening things start sliding downhill so that's when we're you know and it was like last year or maybe the year before i can't remember but uh uh, you know we were out calving and it felt like i was calling you every half an hour and i'd be like i'm bringing another calf in you know and it was just like calf after calf after calf and and uh the girls this week have been infatuated with calving and they've been looking at a lot of the pictures that we have uh, when we used to bring cow calves into Mm. the house uh before we had the calf warmer uh we used to bring them into the house we'd throw them in in a warm bathtub and if it's still like bitterly cold, like that's still the yeah fast. that warmer can't catch up. Yeah, you know? and depending when when you you've had three calves in that warmer before, mm-hmm. and that's like the limit. Yeah, that's all you can put. In and it. then they start yeah, then they'll start coming in the house, and they'll uh, be in the warm bathtubs, and then they then we take them out, we put them on the floor in the bathroom, and then they they try to stand up, <laughs> and that's just like a comedy because it's like you know a slippery slippery linoleum or whatever and hooves and hooves and not they, paws and it's watery and they they just can't. Uh, well, usually by then it's dry, but that's that's like the key that they're ready to go outside is once right. they like start moving around enough that they like that instinct to stand up kicks in then it's like okay you're ready for the the barn under a heat lamp mm-hmm. in the barn yeah but and then we get their mom in with them and all that kind of yeah. stuff it so. takes about three to four hours our priorities definitely shift throughout the year i can tell like we do obviously number one priority for for me anyway i don't know about you but it's like it's like our family and making sure that our family is safe no, and healthy and not my and, and not hungry you sure? Of course it's You're the like, family. it's me. I'm the number one priority. Of course uh, it's the family. Of course it is. Um, but, you know, as we move on beyond that, it's funny because, like I, I was, I kind of got into earlier, when you're looking at other YouTubers, uh, you know, the goal is to make money. It's a business. You know, yeah. no matter what you're doing, it's a business. You have to support that business before you can uh, call it, you know, move on from that business. But I don't think that we've ever really had that mentality. I mean, we, and, and YouTube is good at training you on this because for the first year on YouTube, you make $12 a month mm-hmm. and you're lucky if you make that, uh, once you get monetized, which that's a process. That takes in like itself. a year now yeah, to get monetized. So, you know, that first year you're not going to make any money. So you have to really make a decision about what your main purpose here is, unless you're, um, you know, Casey Neistat or, or somebody who's got millions of subscribers, and does it rather quickly, you're not, you're not going to make a living off of this. No, I would say it's first you have to have an idea that's going to work and resonate with an audience, which is, you know, unfortunately 99% of channels don't ever achieve that. It's hard to do that. Um, unfortunately. And so say you can get past that big, huge hurdle and stuff like, yeah, I, I would say it's almost like a five year I'd say it's going to take us five years before I feel like we're like comfortable, comfortable financially from like YouTube income. If we continue to grow at this rate, if we say we're just going to make two videos a week, that would slow. The that's whole thing going down. to take yeah. six or seven years. Like, you know, and we're two years in and like we see light at the end of the tunnel, but we're still a long ways away from it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and there is that misconception that, yeah, if you're on YouTube and you have, what do we have? 70,000 subscribers or whatever, you know, you're rolling in the dough and it's like, no, you're not. Um, (laughs) And I think some of our subscribers even think that because some of the comments I get about stuff that I need to do, it's like, I don't have hundred dollar bills falling out of my butt. Yeah. Yeah. Also (laughs) the thing is, and, and like, okay, so my video yesterday, Thursday, you know, we, plans change because of the weather. But also, like, Wednesday, you spent the entire day Wednesday on the phone working on 
stuff. Business stuff. Yeah. And, and I was sick and stuff. And so there was no, and I, like we had talked about making the compost pile and stuff and like, yes, the weather was a little better, but it was like also snowy and like cold. Um, but you had to like, let's talk about prioritizing. You had to prioritize those business phone calls for the future of for what the we're future doing. of our Wyoming life, rather than like make a video that's going to make a hundred bucks mm-hmm. after six months. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean that's the reality of it. And so it's and then you know Thursday came and it's like oh this you know our plans it changed it changed it's not going to work. And even um I think someone's like Aaron should make more cooking videos. I just made a cooking video and like none of y'all watched it. Okay, <laughs> like this video even though like we did nothing got way more views than my chicken chili video and it doesn't mean i'm gonna quit making cooking videos and stuff but it's it's hard to appease everybody all the time of course um but if i'm gonna cook like that takes planning and stuff too and it's it has to be entertaining not just like like normal dinner around here what's in the freezer and what's in the pantry yeah, what do we <laughs> maybe have? maybe i should make tonight a video. <laughs> we're doing sloppy joes uh i mean and with maybe last night i made hamburger helper. you made hamburger helper because i was on a business phone call last night like yeah the, the behind the scenes business stuff is so yeah okay great we've got seventy thousand subscribers and we're making a little bit of money and that's cool and stuff but like we need an assistant <laughs> it is funny like the the more the more you do, the more you have to do. That's so, that's you know, it is so. kind of, you know, and I know it frustrates you because like I can be on the phone at the worst times. And I can tell you this right now, I just got a business call. Uh, my phone just rang probably three minutes ago and I'm not answering it, but I know who it is and it's a business related thing. I'll just have to call them back, but yeah. that's how, you know, it just keeps on coming. So if I'm out filming and you know, you always, you always have to make those decisions uh, about, you know what you're doing and, and what's more important and prioritizing this against that yeah and when i look at prioritizing things you know i, I do it's, it's our family it's the channel but the channel is actually used as we're, we have a means we're working towards a means to an end kind of thing uh, and it's not so much about us and i think that this is what is important because there are so many youtube channels out there where it's um you know i'm hawking this i've got this for sale hey um, hey I'm going to make an Instagram post about buy our hats well, I'm as getting soon to as that. this is done. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get to that because this, this, this all plays into that. Uh, so, you know, you, you're, uh, you've got, um, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to sell stuff. You've got affiliate links and here's, here's a 10% off code on Amazon and here's this and here's that. And here's a used car you can buy. And you know, all this other stuff. <laughs> buy our piece of crap Yukon <laughs> yeah, um, for sale soon. But, but a lot of that comes down to that's their source of income. Yeah. Okay. So, for us, we we have a YouTube channel, but we also have another source of income, which is the ranch, which the YouTube, we can't quit that job. No. So we do have a source of income aside from YouTube. So it's not like we're trying to move towards YouTube as our source of income. It'd be nice to supplement some income with that, of course. And that's where, <laughs> you know, being able to have a, lo- a few things on the website that do help pay for the website. You wouldn't believe how expensive it is to set up a store online and the insurance that you have to do and the and the uh, security and all this kind of stuff because yeah. obviously there's credit cards involved and blah, 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 blah. So it's cost thousands of dollars, which we I don't even think we've sold enough stuff online yet to pay for what well, it costs like to set up the website. Well, and every month, like, we have reoccurring costs. And, like, we like when we had jerky, oh, my gosh, we were selling so much stuff on the website and selling the other stuff that was on the website because, obviously, people were going for jerky and taking a look around. And not that we want to bombard people all the time, but, like, yeah, the stuff that we've sold on the website in the last month is not paying for the website. <laughs> So you have to look at it as a bigger picture. So yeah. hopefully at the end of the year, hopefully it all works out. Yeah. But and that's it is, fine. It and is we'll hard. have beef jerky again, by the way. That'll be coming up probably not before too well, long. When you're going to start about nine, some 60 to 90 days from now, hopefully yeah. we will have uh, beef jerky back on there. So, you know, the, for us, it's, it's a very different situation. And this is the hard part that I have to deal with, uh, that I've dealt with, is going to like conferences and stuff that I've gone to. And a lot of it is about, you know, how to make YouTube and social media your primary income and we don't really need to do that you see what i'm saying like yeah. it's, it's a nice supplemental income i think what i want we've talked about this so like i want the income from youtube to help like stabilize the ranch and so like like youtube money is gonna fix the chicken run right because and it, it's it's all a business write-off because it's a we're filming it and so it becomes this weird thing like that would typically be like um 
our it wouldn't even be a ranch expense it would be our it would be a personal expense it would be our it would be my local produce business mm. expense is because we have two llc's and so and, and then my mom has the ranch so it, you know, it wouldn't be a ranch expense, even though it's ranch property. It would be for, you know, I w- I'm going to sell those eggs at farmer's market. So my farmer's market business would be paying for the chicken run improvements. Um, Which now, you would never pay for it because eggs don't Yeah, cost but that now much. it's a whole different situation because we're filming it. So now it's a YouTube business expense. Right. Which is cool because like... And we're helping people along the line. We're not yeah, just, yeah, you know, yeah. that's the thing that I look at. So, you you know, YouTube or, or our own life can pay for the chicken run. And hopefully somebody else who's doing a chicken run, they're learning how to mm-hmm. do it or, or they're coming in, they're going to learn from our mistakes, which sometimes happens more often than not. And, you know, that, that it's a learning experience. Yeah. You know? So we are giving back. Yeah. We're sharing that experience. So, so we, and we're, you know, people have given us some great tips of like what we should do and stuff. And like, I think we're learning along the way. We're going to filter through some of that information and those tips and do it this way, or I did it this way and it worked great and come up with something that we think is going to work for us. And then not just tell people, but be able to like visually share that experience with people, which I'm a visual person. And so it's sometimes super nice. Yeah. You, you are a visual person. Yeah. I can't, yeah, I'm, 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 I am a visual person, but you know, so I like to read too and see it and, oh, I like and I'm, more, I'm an audio, audio type person yeah. too. So I can hear about it and pick it up. But so, yeah. So when it comes down to what we want our Wyoming life to do. It's, it's not so much about furthering our own gains. And this is kind of what I wanted to get into today and and talking about priorities and stuff like that is that with our Wyoming life. And I think that this kind of goes with anybody, but so I'm not saying we're special. Anybody who has a reach has the ability to change people's lives It's in one way or another. Um, some people choose to change their own. Hey, you know, hey, I've got a YouTube channel and I've got a million subscribers and I'm going to take that money and I'm going to, I always wanted a Ferrari. I'm going to buy a damn Ferrari. That's fine because uh-huh. you earn that. I totally, you know, that's yeah. your deal. That's totally great. You earn that money. For us, like I said, it's a different situation because we are able to use the, the, the money that our wilding life brings in to stabilize the ranch. But see, that's to an end as well. So if we, if we can stabilize the ranch then we get to the point where it's, it becomes more about helping other people yeah. through videos, number one, and being able to show them, you know, what we're doing, how it works. You know, obviously that whole mission thing of bringing people um, closer to agriculture type deal. I don't see too many YouTube channels that have mission statements. So uh, <laughs> no. I think that we might be a, a, a weird cat in that group. But yeah, I mean, also being able to grow beyond that and help people even more. Yeah, if we didn't. Honestly, like the with building the high tunnel and stuff last year, like there's no money from the farmers market business to do big capital improvements. We're kind of on an every other year capital improvement kind of. Yeah, it takes a year schedule. to save up for it. So the I would be out of the chicken business, therefore I'd be out of the egg business. So thanks to YouTube, um, you know we can make this. You know, I don't think it's going to be horribly expensive, but wire does add up, and like we need machine time, and yeah, it's gonna. I, I figure a thousand bucks. Maybe I don't know. That's just I haven't even like priced I, I have no anything. Idea. <laughs> I'm just throwing that number out there. But um, my business would not be ma- making those improvements, so therefore I would have no eggs at farmers market, which I still won't have any eggs because I still got to get the dang chickens here <laughs> and get them. We old have some to be chickens. Laying. They're laying eggs. Yeah. So you know we're still essentially out of production for this year until like late summer. But if we weren't able to fix the chicken house now, I would be out of production until. 2020 Mm -hmm. so um and therefore it betters our community and we have more access to local food and people always want fresh eggs because they're way better than store eggs so (laughs) bacon and eggs man it's like the easiest upsell at our farmer's market booth when people are getting veggies can i get you some bacon and some eggs and nine out of ten times they go yeah i will take some farm fresh great you got eggs and bacon that goes can great you just with my chart. Cook that up. Is there a pan? Is there a waffle maker around here somewhere? <laughs> can we do that? You okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Usually we mute that out, but I was talking as you were. I'm sorry. As you were coughing. It just caught, it got me. Um, so yeah, I, I think that there is um, a great potential for our Wyoming life to grow beyond 
just a YouTube channel. Yeah, that's what I've been working on the last couple of weeks, and we can't tell any. We can't you say can't, any. You, you can't yeah. do that. You can't be like I've been. Know, this is, just, this think, is what I've been working on, but I can't tell you about it. So here's a carrot, and but you can't take a bite of it. And I'm not going to tell you anything about it. I think what I want to share with our audience, though, is like you, you can you can share stuff with this audience. I think a little bit differently than we can like in videos because I'm still not gonna share I know, I know. I'm just saying I'm saying this because it is a smaller audience. <laughs> yes. Less people listen to the podcast, thousand people per week or whatever it is. And, you know, obviously then the whole audience. So the people that listen to the podcast are the ones that I honestly do feel like are invested in what we're doing. So I do feel that there is kind of a little bit of a um Closeness. Yeah, there's a little bit of a, a, a camaraderie kind of thing going on. So it is, be, you know, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't make a video going out and talking about, you know, how we make money on YouTube no. and what we plan to do with that money. But I do feel like in this situation, in this medium, it's a little bit more, um, we, better, well taken. Yeah. You know, because if I said, if I went, if I went and made a video and said, hey, I'm taking the money that we made from our Wyoming life and buying a Ferrari, which would never happen. Uh, plus, we don't make that much money. <laughs> but if I did say that, could you imagine the comments? Oh my God, we people got, would like, go nuts. Up and down about needing a new vehicle for our family, which oh, like, yeah, that situation still that. not been resolved. And like, it, you need to call the mechanic. You know, what I should do is buy a Tesla. That would really tick people right, off. Well, call Elon Musk. Be like, I have a YouTube channel and I live in Wyoming and you should give me a Tesla and I'm going to have to go to town to charge it. No. Um, so I I think what I want to share though, and like we, it speaks right along with what you've been talking about is like the bigger picture and stuff. And like, I've been working on something and you have been too, that is that bigger picture and that bigger vision. And so... As we've taken... What is that bigger vision? I mean, can you? we can at least say the bigger vision it's, it's is a, being able to help people. Uh, yeah, help, help people. Help people, whether it's uh, whether it's other ranchers and other farmers, uh, other other market producers. What do you get? Market you, managers. Market, well, you no, know, producers. Like, oh, like farm, yeah, vendors. Market. What do you call yourself? You're a market farmer? A market market farmer. farmer. There you go. <laughs> like, what do you call yourself? I know your name's Aaron. You we're here to help other Aaron's, people that are doing what Aaron's doing. I think that that's important to be able to help other people. Yeah, so. I mean, I think hopefully in the next year we're really going to be able to do some stuff that helps um, here in our local community and then, um, I mean, I hope beyond our local community. I mean, I think what our channel helps people beyond our community. I but think I think this, this big, huge thing that I, I want to do in our local community is going to hopefully expand beyond our local community at some point too. But there's so much work to do. Oh, my gosh, I'm learning a lot. Um not made much progress yet, but we're getting there. And there's about a million things that I have to figure out. It's 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 interesting to think about like how you you have just a simple mission where you want to help somebody, whether they're they're hungry or they need help, you know, with um, hay for cows, you know, or anything along those lines. And it seems like such a simple thing to try to do, but it's almost like the simplest things especially when it comes to just helping people, which is so weird. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. It, you, you can, you can, you know, obviously you can go and hand somebody a hundred dollars and be like, here, you know, that's simple. Yeah. But if you want to do it on a larger scale where you're helping more people and no matter what they're doing, it just, it gets so, I don't want to say it's, it, it's just, it's not political. That's not the word I'm looking for. I'm thinking it's, it's just like, it's like paperwork intensive and oh, there's so much, legal. there's, there's legal ease and, and all this stuff that you have to deal with. And it's kind of sad. Cause I think about like, you know, in the twenties when the, the, the great depression was going on and, and nobody had anything and there were just people that were just starving and, and it was, it was, you know, easy at that time to, you know, put in a, you know, they had a bread line or whatever mm -hmm. else and you just went and got bread. You, you didn't did have it. to yeah. qualify for it. You didn't have to yeah. prove your income and, you know, you just went and you were, you were, and it was good bread, not made full of chemical bread. <laughs> That's true. Let's too. talk about that. How are, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, we have a long ways to go, but I think what I want our audience to know, like, is that we are, Wealth is going to accumulate because we're working our freaking butts off. And, like, fortunately for us, like, there is going to be financial security for us down the road if we continue on this path of working this hard. Um, but it's not just going to be put in our pockets. Like, and that's fine if people do that with their wealth. It's your wealth. It's your choice. But there's a bigger mission, a bigger vision. And 
I, I think part of it is like our audience puts us on this pedestal of like we're these amazing like great family when like reality we're just like normal people and stuff but like it makes me be like okay fine you think I'm great I guess we'll do something <laughs> like does that make sense like I had a, a I want to live up to their expectations I had a conversation with an executive from a uh, Fortune 500 company this week and just normal Tuesday <laughs> our lives have gotten so crazy like let's talk about that for well, a second I want to tell you about this phone call. Because this this lends right into that normal family thing, like that was their point. You guys are you guys you guys are a normal family, and and it seems so weird to have somebody telling me I'm a normal family. You guys are a normal family. Well, what would you expect us to be? Well, but it's also that, been that, you know that's what we are. Yeah, but YouTube's also twisted it, like not in a bad way, but like the. I do think it's funny that there's that you know like we go to church every week, but because we don't say we go to church every week, then we get yelled at for not going to church every week. We don't go to church every week. Uh, well, yeah, we so intend to go to church every week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, there is the, there's those kinds of things, but like this guy was like, you know, you guys are just. Uh, he was talking about the appeal of our Wyoming life and how we're just down to earth and we're you know normal people. But normal people don't talk to Fortune 500 executives. No. It's been twisted. But it, it seems so weird to have somebody telling – you're missing yeah, yeah. my point. Like somebody's, somebody was telling me that I'm a normal person. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, it seems so backwards. It was yeah. like – like, you know, and I, you know, you watch the Kardashians or you watch – that's about the only reality show I can think of. Um, but like <laughs> – I don't – we don't really watch much reality is, Are those – you know, are, are – you know, if you meet them in, in – is – is it fake on TV? Is it, what are they like in real life? They could be the same way in real life. I don't know. But like, you know, to have somebody tell me that I'm normal, I don't know. It just really twisted, it twisted my brain. I still does because it's just like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm normal. That's weird to me. You're not normal. No, I'm Yeah. I think it's hard because obviously we want to, I think this is the big fear and and I worry about is like, are we going to continue to stay normal without like, focusing on staying normal because there's potential opportunities that are not normal family opportunities, you know? Does that make sense? Like, even like Mackenzie's like, I want a YouTube channel. We obviously we know how to make a YouTube channel, so she could have a YouTube channel, and then like. And I'm sure if we if I went on if I went on our channel on our Wyoming Life, and said Mackenzie is starting up a YouTube channel, go subscribe to oh, her she channel. Have she would have she would she would have ten thousand subscribers probably pretty darn quick. Yeah, and so then it's not a normal. It's not a normal life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I find that odd. And but, so granted, like. Maybe rich kids know how to deal with this stuff as they grow up and stuff. We just didn't come. We're just not rich kids. <laughs> like, they're not normal. Like. I don't know. I always heard the uh, uh, mom and dad are rich. You're yeah, not yeah. rich. You know, but kind there, of thing. But there are amenities that come with, like, parents being financially successful. You know, like a college education with no debt. <laughs> you know, that's not something that most people get to experience. Or, you know, even if mom and dad buy you a... Or, or, a crappy beater car when you're right. 16, mom and dad can go pay cash for that $2,000 car and not save for a year before you turn 16. Or make you pay for half of it. To, yeah, and know. every time it breaks down, it's it's super stressful to the family. So even if your rich parents try and make you humble, it's, it's still not, not the same. Really, truly the same as trying to scrape by financially. Like, you know, in reality, most Americans are trying to do. I had a car in high school that broke down and all of a sudden I didn't have a car in high school yeah. anymore. That was it. Like, my mom and I couldn't I sh- afford to fix it. We couldn't afford to fix it. No. It just sat there. My I think mom, we actually sold it. My mom and I shared a car yeah. and like I had, I worked and I had school and, and she worked and stuff. And like we would switch at like lunchtime a lot, depending on like where I needed to be after school and like get her home from work and get me to work. And like she'd come pick me up at lunch. We'd get some fast food real quick or eat in the car. And then I'd take her back to work and I would go back to school and then I could get to my job because I actually worked at the nursing home where she worked. So then I had to, you know, the bus wouldn't, we don't have public transportation in Wyoming. <laughs> so I would have to get to work after school and then she could go home. And then I had to get a ride home from work. So either one of my coworkers would give me a ride home or my mom would come back and get me one vehicle and my sister too, like whatever she had after school stuff. Like, you know, my mom had to figure out how to do all of it. And I remember, like, man, if that car made a funny noise... You were panicking. That was super stressful. Like, and for all of us, that was... I remember, you know, even, like, going out and in the morning and trying... And the car didn't start that morning. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, crap. Are you going to start your truck today? Maybe. <laughs> Are you gonna, did you get the gator going yet? Nope, not yet. It's still sitting there. Uh, 
so yeah, it, it is an interesting situation. You, you, you I, I interrupted you earlier yeah, uh, about you know the the fact that yeah, we now we're in a situation where yeah, I talked to somebody from a Fortune 500 company on the phone, and it's surreal. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm talking to those people not for our Wyoming life. I'm talking to them for the bigger picture. Like we're trying to do something. And we're gonna we're gonna announce this all pretty soon, so don't feel like we are keeping you in the dark because there's there, there it has to be more than just us. Well, I think if you even take out like what we've been working on the last couple of weeks, the super secret project, um, you know, just that that mission of explore the ranch life and escape the ordinary, like we really mean that, and like we really want to share even just that with people because it is something that ninety eight percent of Americans don't experience. They don't experience ranch life or agriculture life or where your food comes from. So I think that mission alone is pure and good and could get tainted by money because a new tractor would be fun. I mean, mm-hmm. it, let's just be honest, like it would be fun to have a new tractor and, you know, we could take the money and, and blow it on silly but expensive. I don't see us ever getting to the point where it's like, hey, today on Our Wyoming Life, we're going to Disney World, you know, and then to, next, then we're going to Maui. And then we're, you know, I don't see that ever happening. No, but like, this know. is a weird thing, too. And like, take a weird turn here and stuff. But like, I want to take our kids to Disney World. And like, is the audience like, seriously, straight up, some people have been really weird about how we spend our money. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my dang kids to Disney World at some point And like... The money we make on YouTube, not the ranch, because, like, no matter how many improvements we make to the ranch, like, it's still a super slim margin of profit if you can manage to turn a profit. Um, And it's only with YouTube money to make capital investment improvements to help lower the cost of operating expenses that, like, we will make the ranch be more successful. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? True. (laughs) But when YouTube gets us enough money that we can take the kids to Disney World, I'm going to freaking take the kids to Disney World, and I'm not going to let the audience, like, make me feel bad about it. Or if we can go buy a new car, don't make us feel bad because we worked hard. Mm -hmm. It's an unconventional thing that we're doing, but it's our money and our ability to do what we want with it. Yeah, it's fun. You know, we do get blamed for things that... Um, we do or things that we don't even do. Uh, I got, um, uh, I don't know if this person listens to the podcast, but they might. Uh, I got an email, uh, the other day blaming me for having closed captions on their YouTube video. Like these, these closed captions you put on here are just annoying. And I sent back an email and said, I don't put those on there. Well, I do. I, I, I transcribe the video so that people that are hard of hearing like myself can watch the video, but you can turn that off. All you have to do is push a button. That's not my fault. Yeah. And so it's, it's kind of weird. Like there is like this whole, um, and if you didn't upload subtitles, you get, I don't, don't I don't know if I I would get crap about not doing it. I have had a lot of people thank me for doing it. No, I think you would. I think there would be, and they're not a hundred percent accurate, the subtitles, but you know, the system does the best it can, unless you pay somebody to transcribe, like Mm -hmm. there's errors within the, the auto transcribing system and stuff, but. And I have to go through back through and edit it. Uh, in the last one, uh, our last, our video from yesterday, um, every time you said my name, it was Mick instead of, instead (laughs) of Mike. So I had to go through and change all that. But you know, if, if you didn't do it for the people that need it, because there's people that need it, yeah, you'd get crap about that. Right. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's a weird situation that we put ourselves in. But I I I do want people to know, and how how I get this across is kind of kind of interesting too, because like with you guys listening to this podcast, I know that you know that we're not just running around tooting our own horn. Oh gosh. But if I, I make a video about hey, we're helping these people do this. How do you do that without being toot toot, you know? Um, but a little toot toot is okay. <laughs> a little toot toot. I'm just, I'm, just I'm just not a big toot toot fan. I, I, I don't like blowing my own uh, horn. You know, but I think, like, um, it's okay. Like, it's okay to realize that the work anybody does isn't important. No matter, like, what field you're in, like, uh, raising food is important. Raising a family is important and significant. And, like... No matter what you do, hopefully you find an aspect of it that's important and significant. And, you know, so I think it's okay, though, to, like, 
like agriculture has been forgotten in this country and it's okay to say we're important and well a little baby toot toot <laughs> a baby toot toot I don't know it's, it's one of those things it's hard it, though it is going to be interesting once all this you know all of this project comes together because we do have it's actually a project um, and it comes together <laughs> and we're able to announce to people what we're doing to make our Wyoming life more than just me and you yeah uh, and, and and spread the out spread the spread the love May, you know, just be, and be able to help more people and stuff like that. I think that um, it's going to be received in different ways. Yeah, yeah. No, I, think, I think I, I, I like again. I already know what the hate's going to be. Yeah, like I mean, know it. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong, but not everyone's going to love it. No, because we're tackling an issue that people don't want to deal with. We're going to attempt to tap. We're not going to fix it. <laughs> I'm going to solve the world in three weeks. <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting. I think 98% of our audience will be super excited for us. I would hope so. And I think that it does show that we're not in it for ourselves. And I don't think people think we are. No. Um, but we've never been that way. Well, I think the very first video, like... It goes back to, you know, even before we had a tagline and a mission and a value proposition and a marketing plan and all this stuff, um, you know, it was about showing our audience at Farmer's Market, our customers, what they were getting. It wasn't to, like, it wasn't to toot our own horn about, look, I feed cows every day. It was, this is how your cow is being fed, so you know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I forgot to start a timer at the beginning of this, so I have no idea how long we're running here. So um, we do have a busy day ahead of us. So let's let's wrap it up here. All right. Um, we. I, I hate leaving people hanging. I really wish I could just be like, "Hey, here's what we got." It's going to be. I a could while. just whisper it, and you guys just don't tell anybody. Okay, no. here's what we're going to do. What I can't tell them. No. Okay. Fine. Yeah. No, and I hate that too. It's just it's been. I, it's Sorry. hard because there's nobody else to talk to about it too. Yeah. So it's like, well, there is other people. There's lawyers and there's yeah. accountants and there's it's all kinds all of people involved consuming. in this stupid it's crap. It's been all consuming and like occupying a, a big portion of our time for the last two weeks and stuff. And it's hard to not say anything. And we're sorry because I hate when people do that. But good things coming. <laughs> I mean, and it's going to be a while though. Like we've got some legal stuff. To, yeah. To do. But it is it is about helping the greater good. Yeah, absolutely. And, and not only. And, and helping other producers, helping other farmers, helping uh, customers, consumers. I mean, pretty much, you know. I got some big plans, man. Aaron does have big plans. Baby steps. Sure. We're, uh, I think we get ahead of ourselves a little bit. You Probably do. Got you do. Little... Aaron and I have fights. Con- not really fights, but we have, <laughs> what would you call them? <laughs> You get mad at me, and I'm just trying. So this is this is what it is. It's not a fight on my side because I'm going. Are we having a fight? What happened here? All of a sudden, we're having a fight. But it's me trying. It's me trying to talk Aaron off of a cliff sometimes because you get you get so far ahead of yourself. This is going to start a whole thing today, and now I'm never going to hear the end of it. But like you do get, you know, you're you're on step three, and you're worried about step 468. I know. And then and then so I'm trying to talk you down off that cliff but and I'm say not- maybe you should go back to step three, and then I get yelled at for saying. Saying, you know, that no, we need to I do that. that. So I, I wouldn't say it's, it's a, a fight. It, and, then it, and then it start. Yeah, it's a fight on your side because you're mad. I don't think it's a fight. I'm not mad at you. I, I'm like kind of. I, I'm so I'm not like a detail planner, but like I'm a big picture planner. And right. like you know, I'm like I want to do this, and it's like this crazy, insane project and stuff. I don't know how it's any of it's going to happen because I haven't worked out the details yet. But <laughs> you do have details worked out. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I just. Uh, I appreciate you talking me off the ledge a few times this last week and stuff. It's been, there's been really exciting moments and there's been also like really super stressful, like uh, this isn't going to work moments. Um, And there's no, I think we're dealing with some stuff that it's, it's the creation of this project is a little bit difficult and there's no roadmap of like, there's really no like step one, step two, step three. Like there is, this is kind of something that really just doesn't, hasn't been done before as far as I know. So, and uh, yeah, it's, it's just difficult. So there's a lot of like, well, what if this happens? And what if this happens? And I want this to happen and I cannot continue for this to happen. And there's just no, 
There's nobody I can call and be like, what do I do? Yeah, there's nobody to call. No, just the people that are working on this project with us. Yeah. And we're all clueless. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that amazing? <laughs> we can tell you about something that we have no clue and we can talk for 15 minutes about it. Oh. Uh, that's it for today. And I, God, I feel so bad because I feel like we went, we started off in one direction and then now we, we left this big question mark. I should get a, a Riddler costume with all the question marks. No all one can it. see you. I could, we could put it on social media. People would be like, what the hell? Why is he wearing a Riddler costume? Because he has no idea what he's talking about. But I do know that uh, it is with your guys' help that um, good things are happening. Yeah. I people's don't lives it, will be changed. I don't think I would be doing this without just like all the positivity that's come from YouTube in the last two years. Very true. I agree. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't think we would be taking this on. Uh, and all the comments of, you know, we appreciate what you're doing and we've learned from you. And I think it just all those, all that stuff has pushed us to this point. Because I do want to live up to that expectations of we're the perfect American family. I don't think we are, but some people think we are. So now I feel like I have to do better. Anybody that knows us knows we aren't. Okay. Anybody who's probably ever talked to me on the phone probably knows that. You know what is one of my biggest pet peeves about the channel? And you have how, a pet peeve yeah. about the channel? So it's really wholesome and good, and kids watch it, and so we present like a family-friendly mm -hmm. image, which we are family-friendly because obviously we have kids. But like in real life, I drop the F-bomb. <laughs> and I can't do that on the channel. Oh, my God. Okay, there that goes. No, but seriously, like, and I, of course, we try not to cuss around our kids and stuff, but, like, we're real people and stuff. But, like, just, like, leaving that aspect out of the channel, which is absolutely appropriate. Like, I don't want to listen to that stuff on YouTube, but we're just, I think it makes us that much You think more. you're fake? Because I don't think we're fake. It's not like every other word out of my mouth is a cuss word or anything, but like... <laughs> you bang your thumb with a hammer and yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's times where it's, uh, you know, but it, everyone just thinks we're so perfect. And I don't want to shatter that image, but I want to like reel in that we image have, We have bit. 200 people showing up on the ranch August 24th who are either going to be... Either we're gonna live up to their either we're gonna live up to their their expectations. image expectations or we're not. I would put more money in the not pile. Really? Yeah, because it, it's we always talk about this. It's thirty minutes a week or an hour and thirty minutes a week that people see us. We are trying to sell tickets to this darn thing, by the way. I know. Now you're telling people. Well, well come and find out. If we live <laughs> up to your expectations. There's only like thirty tickets left. So. There is. Yeah, they are almost gone. See, and this is like not reality situation. Like 200 people are coming from all over the country and even outside the country to hang out with us. That's Which is a logistical nightmare, by the way. We should do a podcast about the planning. Actually, you know what? Here's an interesting fact. We have friends of ours coming together here at the end of the month. We have uh, basically, we need a conference table that can hold like eight people uh, mm -hmm. because we have meetings planned with eight people that are going to help us and their their viewers of the channels their friends of ours the locals gary and gary and his wife and nick and stephanie and some friends of ours from out of state are coming in to sit down and talk about and plan out the ranch roundup which happens august 24th that's the deal with 200 people coming to the ranch and trying to figure out the logistics of that um we uh we figured out just yesterday i don't know why it took us so long to figure this out but if 200 people are here and we spend a minute with each person that's three and a half hours of aaron and i just saying hi to people yeah and talking to them for one minute I well can't. i can't just talk to somebody for one minute i can't talk for one minute i have to talk for eight or nine i see that's i can't live up to those expectations there i'm my my biggest fear with the ranch roundup is that somebody is going to go home disappointed Oh, yeah. No, someone will. That's my biggest fear. That's why in the podcast we downplay how good of people we are. <laughs> uh, so show up with a case of beer and have a few of those. No, it's not bring your own beer. No, it's not, actually. But no. Because you can have if a... you get drunk on the ranch and you drive home, like I can't accept that responsibility. So right. it's cash bar that's regulated by professionals to make sure people are not too drunk. And there will be sheriff's deputies on site. Oh, my gosh. Or some form of security. Scary, <laughs> scary, scary. All right, guys. This, this is the, the planning logistics and the liability. But that was my thought. Okay, so we could we could do a podcast while we're planning the... Uh, As we argue about yeah, we where might the argue. stage I don't know. is going to go and yeah. what time Aaron's going to be in the garden. And 
Aaron's going to be the hardest person to deal with throughout this entire thing. I guarantee it. Aaron's oh, going to yeah. put on her prima donna shoes and oh, be yeah. like, I can't be out in the sun that long. I only work 14 hours a day in the sun <laughs> all summer long. So, yeah, no, cool. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> so there is more coming up on the podcast uh, every Friday right here, wherever you're listening to your favorite podcast. There will be more coming up. Hopefully it's not as ambiguous as it is, was today. But uh, uh, I, I think that, you know, from today, you, you can take this, that we care that we care more about others than we do ourselves sometimes and that our Wyoming life is going to be moving into a direction that, um, not so continue, much continue, our, it's not, it's so, not, I don't know. It's how, not how so much want, our Wyoming life. No, but it is, it is using, um, it's using our reach and influence for the greater good. Right. Right. Our Wyoming life isn't really going to change, but, uh, no, you're still you're still doing your ranch videos, right? <laughs> but uh, it's still yeah, videos are still going to go on, podcasts still going to go on, herd reports still going to happen, live streams are still going to happen. But there is a much bigger picture um, to the entire process that we are going to start delving into. So that will be fun, and you can probably hear most of those things first here on the podcast because I kind of think that's uh, where nice we end to, up. Like, slowly rolling this stuff out well but it's obviously this is a one-way conversation but it is nice to talk about it somewhat and not get yelled at see Aaron's not going to yell at me for crushing her dreams or telling her to go back to step three (laughs) (laughs) take a step back girl but I mean and we do get feedback from the podcast and stuff so it is nice to be able to like talk through some of these things yeah but they can't give us feedback because they don't know what the hell we're talking about about. but when we get to the point where we can talk about what we're talking about (laughs) Uh, you know, the feedback will be much appreciated. Oh, so. don't worry about it. They've already shut it off by now. All right, guys, have a great uh, week. We will see you next week right here on the podcast, Beyond the Ranch. And uh, be sure to catch all of our other stuff. You can catch us on YouTube. Uh, our Wyoming Life is the YouTube channel. Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Instagram. Instagram. And uh, be sure to check out the website. It's ourwyomingwife.com. So until next week, uh, have a great week. And thanks for joining us on Beyond the Ranch. Aaron and Mike bring you into their world. It's not just chickens and the Angus herd. So take off your boots, relax, and go beyond the ranch.